Fun is Fundamental. Fun is Fundamental is a podcast for those who realize that the enjoyment of life is about having something deep in our souls which lights our fire. It's for those who maybe have lost that fire and feel like they are missing out on the pleasures of life. In each episode, I will share recent fun activities and focus on why having fun is essential for good health. I'm your host, Alenia, and I invite you to take this journey with me and join the pleasure-seeking movement. Hello, welcome to Fun is Fundamental. I'm Lelania. It's nice to see you. And today, well, I I've wanted to kind of explore the reasons people are not having enough fun. And when I say people, I'm mostly talking about Americans because America is the culture that I am most familiar with and so it's a lot of what I'm going to talk about is universal like other people from other countries will understand and identify and maybe also be having some of those problems in our global global world that we are living in but particularly I'm talking about the very American problems that maybe are keeping people from having more fun in their lives and living lives that they really enjoy. So I don't think this is a comprehensive list necessarily. It's kind of just a starter and like what I kind of have come up with thinking through it. But, you know, if you can think of other reasons why people are not having enough fun, why you are not having enough fun, I would love to hear it because I really want to fully understand the barriers that are keeping adults in our modern society from having much fun. And I mean, you know, I talk, I talk about it like it's a modern thing, but I get, you know, obviously in the past, in like the past past, there wasn't a lot of leisure time. We definitely are very lucky in a lot of ways to have more time for just leisure. So it is very, uh, very Western centric and first world problems kind of thing that we're talking about. But I feel like people that are more fulfilled make a better world and fun is an important aspect of our fulfillment. Humans naturally like to have fun. Humans naturally have come up with things like music and dance and poetry. And we make jokes and, you know, we're just naturally jovial people, you know, jovial. And 
obviously it doesn't mean that there's not a whole spectrum of emotions and that you're not allowed to be sad and you're not allowed to be angry and have, you know, not everything is fun. You're, that's, we as humans, it's not natural for everything to be fun. But there's a very sad lack of fun in so many people's lives. So many people are so stressed out and they don't enjoy their lives and they're not laughing and they're not having fun. So yeah, that's just, there's a reason why I'm here. I'm doing this podcast and that I feel like fun is really important. So this is just some of the things that I've seen as being barriers for fun. And obviously my ability to help in any way is obviously going to be limited in some aspects. But I think recognizing the problem that you may particularly be having is a first step to improving it, which is true of any identifying the problem is the first step, you know, kind of thing. All right. So, you know, first we have things like, you know, our time, our, you know, our schedule. We, people tend to be really busy and obviously in our capitalist society, hustle culture, there's a lot of emphasis and pride in the idea of always being busy and that you should always be busy and like, look at me, I'm so busy kind of thing. But, you know, clearly there's a lot of research that says that's really bad for you, that constant stress is killer. It, it, you will, it will lead to health problems. So, you know, it's about looking at how you're spending your time, prioritizing what's actually important, what your values are and how, how you're spending your time aligns with your values and, you know, maybe taking something off of your plate. You know, if you can, there's something that is not necessary, you know, kind of thing. And then prioritizing something that you love and enjoy and that is bringing you pleasure into your life. I mean, obviously this, you know, if you have a newborn baby, like, yeah, all your time should be spent caring for your newborn baby and and taking care of your own self, you know, but like, that's a very short period of your, of your child's life. You know, that's a very hard part, you know, (laughs) like it's not, you know, obviously there's, I'm not saying like stop taking care of things that you, you know, you're responsible for. Like it's, but self care like having fun is not selfish in the long run, you know, like it's good for kids to see their parents enjoying their lives and having fun. 
obviously there's a time and a place in you know a parent's life when they can do things these things and when they can't and you know obviously we make choices and to take on certain roles you know be it work or family or you know all those all these things and if those you know those things add and those things add value to people's lives you know and obviously parents can have fun with their kids you know <laughs> parents often do have fun for, with their kids but I think that your kids seeing you have fun in other ways too is not a bad thing I say this as a non-parent but as a long time Montessori preschool teachers like I recognize things from the outside you know so you know obviously no judgment but if you feel like something is missing from your life then gotta rearrange some things and try to add it into your life you know Moving on to, you know, not having enough money. And, you know, I think that this obviously is a thing. Things are really expensive, especially now. But, you know, there's definitely lots of things that don't cost much money or don't cost any money. And that can be fun. So I think that getting creative you can still have a lot of fun, even if you're on a budget, you know, obviously that doesn't, you know, if your idea of fun is like yachting, that's a very expensive hobby, you know, um, but there's, hopefully you could find something within your budget to scratch the itch of adding fun into your life that you can enjoy so you know that's one thing another thing is you know adults just get so serious you know people like forget how to play and we have like this idea of like how you're supposed to act as an adult and you're not supposed to be silly and you're not supposed to do this or that and everything is work and not play you know and I feel like this is a really big problem for a lot of people that you know we just forget how to just like loosen the reins just a little bit, you know, to just lighten up a little bit. We just take everything so seriously. And, you know, once again, obviously, it doesn't mean like just forgetting about your responsibilities, you know. 
but I definitely feel like there's a balance that you can definitely be responsible and an adult and just and to be able to play you know to be able to just laugh so yeah I think that is definitely a problem <laughs> that a lot of people have and I've had it you know especially like you know noticing it a lot when I was like with the kids and you know with my students and being like god I'm just so like serious <laughs> like you know sometimes and it doesn't mean like I couldn't laugh at all but you know I definitely didn't have like the same lightness and energy that the kids you know usually do kind of thing all right another thing is I call this like the people pleasing the thoughts of like what will people think of me if I do this thing our perfectionism these kind of things where, you know, it's like, if I don't do this exactly perfectly, then people are going to think I'm a failure. And the, oh, I don't want to do do this because people would see me. And, and, oh, I'm too fat to do that. Or, you know, all these kind of things where it's just like the thoughts, <laughs> the worries of what, people around you could possibly think and sometimes it's not even like your friends like what will my friends think it's like what will this stranger that I'll never see again think of me they're gonna think what's wrong with this woman and it's like who cares <laughs> does this like really affect you is this gonna be like something you'll think about for the rest of your life like oh I made a fool of myself in front of that stranger I mean, unfortunately, sometimes it is like how many people like like look back and like they think about like the time where they thought someone was like waving at them <laughs> and then they waved and they're like, oh, they're not waving at me, you know, and you're like, oh, I was such a fool. I mean, I, I definitely thought about that kind of stuff for like things like that for like years, you know, now I don't remember them, you know, now that it's like farther away and I don't actually care as much I have now forgotten those those things but I definitely would remember them for like quite a while just like having those preconceived ideas of what society will think of you if you either one do this thing period that is a thing that's not going to hurt anyone you know it's just like oh, I'm 200 pounds and I'm, you know, want to go pole dancing. It's like, what will people think of me? I'm fat, you know? It's like, so maybe there's some people that are going to think, oh, you have a lot of confidence. Good for you. Kind of thing. Then there's the, well, I don't want to do this in front of other people until I'm actually good at it. Kind of thing. The perfectionism hiding yourself until like you're actually an expert at something kind of thing 
we just gotta get over ourselves because most of the time people aren't even thinking about us. Everyone's too self-absorbed with, self-absorbed with themselves to care. So it's okay. Just do what you want. As long as it doesn't hurt anyone, just go. Do it. Make you happy. You know? Alright. Now there's the problem of people not having friends. This is definitely a big problem in our society. This has become like an actual really big problem, especially for men. I think it went up to like in the 90s, I think I saw this thing, it was like in the 90s, only 3% of men didn't have a friend. And now it's like 15% of men don't have a single friend. So it's gone up fivefold in, you know, the last 30 years. And, you know, this is hard. I don't have a complete solution. I mean, I think that there is, like, something to be said about being able to be vulnerable around other people because it's hard to ask for someone's friendship. And it's hard to admit that you are lonely. But, you know, once again, you know, for us to fix this problem in our society, we have to talk about it, you know, and take away the stigma of people being allowed to admit that they have no friends, you know, and that they want a friend. Because I'm sure it can, it's like, why would you want other people to know that about you? You know, like that's, I'm sure how it would feel. And, you know, growing up as a child in school, I know that the pain, the, the sting of not having a friend, I have felt generally quite lucky in my adulthood to have good friendships. That doesn't mean that I'm never lonely, even though I'm not alone. Yeah, I don't completely have solution or a lot to say on this I would say it's something I would like to explore more and read more about and to understand the reasons why there are now so many people mostly men more men that don't have any friends or don't have enough friends, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah, I, I definitely 
want to explore that more. And I guess for now, the last kind of portion um, would be, you know, mental health issues, depression, I'm sure sometimes anxiety, like it keeps you from wanting to leave your house sometimes and to go and socialize and things like that. And I guess like anxiety about like maybe certain activities and stuff like that. And then, you know, trauma, like there are definitely people that experience, have experienced, you know, trauma in their lives that have got, has gotten in the way of them having fun. I remember, um, a woman sharing her story of like childhood abuse and how she like literally did not know how to have fun because her childhood was like stolen from her and you know fun play is like a natural part of childhood but if you don't get that in your childhood then how how can you learn play as an adult you know and i mean that's just so so sad such a tragedy you know you know i i'm sorry for anyone that has had that kind of childhood and that kind of past, you know, to have, you know, basically your childhood stolen from you. Usually by the people that are supposed to love you the most. It reminds me of the Texas, yeah, the University of Texas tower shooting. His name was Charles Whiteman, and it happened in 1966 basically he experienced really severe abuse in his childhood of like basically like being like you cannot play like you're not allowed to be a child and you know it led to him you know going and he, I guess, killed killed his mother and his wife and then went on a shooting spree at the University of Texas. And I've talked about, you know, Dr. Stuart Brown, and he talks about this case in pretty good detail in the book Play that he wrote. But yeah, he, um, I mean, this is like a very extreme case of what can happen when people are denied the ability to play as children. Obviously, it's most, obviously most people that um, have experienced that react in different ways. But, you know, one thing that you can definitely say is that as adults, they don't know how to play. Anyway, I don't 
have any solutions for for that obviously if you have experienced that i hope that you seek professional help and know obviously that's not your fault and yeah i'm sorry that you're hurting anyway sorry that's like such a a downer um to to end on i don't really have more reasons that i could think of uh of why people don't have enough fun but i feel like this was like is a a start to talking about it you know uh i you know like i said if you if i miss something i would love to hear what i've missed i would love to talk about it more and to learn more um because i'm completely amateur it's just something that interests me and you know kind of having these ideas of what the blocks and barriers are for people can help like with me bringing guests on and you know and having you know doing more research and then having more to say and that can potentially help so anyway i hope that you have a good week have some fun and i'll talk to you next week Bye.